Hello, everyone, and welcome to Does Machines, the weekly nerdtacular conversational podcast. Each week, I talk to the coolest people around the world about what they love to geek out about. I am your host, John Bernardo. Now, usually we focus more on comic books, uh, movies, TV shows, what have you, more on the pop culture side of things. Uh, but I've always said that this is going to be things that we are going to geek out about, nerd out about. That doesn't necessarily mean always have to be anything in the pop culture realm. So uh, this week, um, I'm with my very longtime friend and writing collaborator, what have uh Paul McConco, a.k.a. The Burrito Bear. Uh, we've known each other for such a long time. We've written tons of music together. So for our very first music type episode here, um, I decided to bring Paul on. And we're going to talk about the newest release from the band, A Day to Remember, entitled You're Welcome. This uh, band has had a lot of controversy over the last couple years on, you know, things that have been going on with the band, things that were going on with the band and how long the music was taking to come out. So there's been a lot of anticipation behind this album. And uh, well, we've had some mixed thoughts on it. So we thought we did a special listening party slash commentary on the whole album. Uh, so this is our first time doing something like this. If you want to hear more episodes like this, let me know and um, enjoy the show. Here it is. Does machines. I, I don't feel like it. My first listen, I was completely against it. More listens. I've kind of come around it. And I think my general overall opinion of it is that I don't hate it as much as I used to. I still think there's some bummer songs on it i still think there's some songs that are super weak but for the most part i found things i liked about them and with a lot of bands that kind of fall in this in this you know this mix of okay well our heavy music is getting too predictable and too and not evolving we got to evolve to be bigger but you know which way do we go right we've seen a lot of bands do it you think a day to remember would have a more natural progression but based on them coming from pop like pop hardcore but it didn't seem that way. So my top level thoughts are that I've come around on it. Not my favorite. It's probably the lowest one because all their other albums have been top. But what what's your top level opinion of the album? Honestly, like when I first listened to it, like I was pretty, I wouldn't say mad because the way I see, like you see people on the internet freak out when their favorite band releases an album and they, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, yo, this isn't my favorite album and like it's nothing close to what they should be sounding like you know those old albums still exist right exactly so as an artist you're allowed to go and try new things so anyway yeah i'm a huge day to remember fan so i was a little disappointed by it and i already heard you know we heard some of the singles before mm -hmm. this came out it's been a while they dropped them like a long time ago like when i first heard degenerates like oh. i was like what is this and honestly i could still say like this song i hate the song like i dislike the song from like I'm sorry, data remember, but this is just one song that didn't resonate with me. But you know, when again, when I first heard the album, I was kind of like whatever about it. But I can tell you now, I've listened to the album at least like 80 plus times. Oh, and damn. it's yeah, it just runs in the background because like I was kind of going through like a denial phase with this album. <laughs> but either way, it's grown on me really hard. And I some of the songs, like I think I was joking with you one day where I sent you like little like quick ratings. Of like mm -hmm. what I gave the song and some of the songs I gave him like a zero and I could honestly say that like I, those have gone up to like you know maybe like a six or a seven or you know maybe even a five but wow. um 
<laughs> Maybe yeah, no. even a five. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like this album's pretty good, but yeah, awesome. I think we should uh, dissect each song. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, so I guess we're we're gonna listen to the songs and we'll include snippets of it for people to hear but for the most part we're gonna listen to them ourselves and then we'll come back and uh talk about them and if at any point you want me to pause like you have a point you want to make just just say pause and i will pause it and then we'll we'll talk about that exact moment cool all right so track number one brick wall let's just let's just do it here we go press and play I need to stop right there this part bothers me so much like do you hear i like the verse i like the the clean guitars i like the little licks that they're pulling in it and i like how the drums are fast and then they go into the pre-chorus and they almost have to rush into it because they've completely changed the tempo do you do you hear that part does, does that bother you as yeah, much as it bothers it me it doesn't bother me at all and i know when this song first came out mm -hmm. I was talking to you about it and I think mm -hmm. we heavily disagreed on this song. I think mm -hmm. this is a great song. I think a lot of people don't think the song is structured properly, but I think with what they're trying to get at with this album, it's got a bit of a more deeper meaning. And I know like as a musician, it's mm -hmm. kind of hard to like, you know, gauge that when you're just listening to the instruments. But I feel right. like this song is kind of basically about, you know, them kind of crashing down and then like, you know, rushing into something new and i feel like these parts that like build up is them like kind of rushing towards like the brick wall or something you know what i'm trying to say i feel yeah. like it's got like this prog rock kind of mentality to it this whole song and i think when i think about it that way how they formed everything i think it's awesome and honestly that chorus i love that chorus i think it's super catchy and i love the pre-chorus too i think it's super strong i think this song I is good I, I, all those things by themselves, I'm okay with. It's just, I feel like, and yeah, you're right. You're, and here's the difference also between us is that you're, you've, you've always been like from everything and you've always, especially from a vocal standpoint and like a theme, you've always been there where I'm, I'm always music first, vocals like dead last. So I definitely see how you got there. Um, for me, it's all the parts are good, but when I'm hearing it from a music standpoint, they just, it just sounds like cut, paste that one there, paste that one there, paste that one there. That That's how it feels to me just from a music standpoint. But what you're saying, and I hear those lyrics, so I get it for sure. And I, and I think my struggle is that I feel like the music should be there before the words, but I, I, think, I think I get what you're saying. So I'm going to press play again, and I'm going to keep that in mind. But I do like all the parts separately. I just don't like how they transition together you know what i mean and that's kind of funny that you say that because you're almost saying it like it's not 
like it's all kind of puzzle piece together when mm. i like i'm thinking it's more like a prog kind of a song you know what i mean it's like kind of out there it's almost like i don't know it's like a 70s take <laughs> on fucking uh like metalcore music or whatever you want to call this genre but even with even with prog though it's still i feel like even prog and i listen to a lot of prog i feel like it transit it transitions better than that but maybe maybe it's because this is this is them experimenting and they're trying to find that i maybe. i don't know i i get what you're saying now um let's go back into it i, I like how heavy the chorus is um i like I like a lot of the chords i like the chunkiness of it um and the other thing and before we get right back into it is that I'm not a big fan of uh, like the mixing in it. I f it actually it could be a different song I'm thinking about. Never mind, it's a different song I'm thinking about. There's a different song that the the levels are completely off. So forget what I said. Let's go back into it. Sorry. So I'm actually okay here the second time around i like it better because they run the pre-chorus a second time and i feel like that gave it a more natural flow leading into the upcoming chorus yeah and yeah. and like the way kind of jeremy sings like no escape no future no luck lost on a loser i feel like it like just like that low part of his voice i feel like it makes it so catchy like whenever i listen to this song i mm -hmm. can't help but to like sing that part i don't know why it's just like the build-up yeah, yeah. to me like like even though like you might argue that the chorus like after the build-up is not that good i still feel kind of hyped about it i don't know that's the way this song makes me feel but not but again not that it's not that good it's just it just feels doesn't feel like it matches well but in this right here pre-chorus two to chorus two this yeah. i'm cool with i'm cool with this because i think giving it that extra extra uh four bars to breathe made it transition better so i'll, I'll play it and then we'll we'll go through there Red, I'll drown. You can feel your 
All right, so that was the brick wall. Um, I gotta say that that whole ending, I, I fuck with that ending. Like that, it goes hard, good. It just completely rides that that chorus riff, and it just you can it like just destroying their instruments, destroying every cymbal, every guitar pluck. So like I'm, <laughs> I compare this. I don't know if you've seen it, and completely off topic, but the new justice league movie where it's like the first half is kind of like um all build up and it's kind of slow and then the second half is just all action and that the second half of this song is just all action so i got a question you this is off topic is this like new justice league thing that's on (laughs) me right now new is it new like is this a new movie it's not yes and no so basically a quick backstory is that um when they were filming the movie uh, the director, first off, was getting a lot of pushback from the studio and his daughter died. Uh, she committed suicide and um, he just didn't have it in himself to fight anymore. So he says either, you know, you guys can wait it out until I'm ready or do whatever you got to do. But he stepped away and they called in the guy from the Avengers to finish the movie. He basically reshot almost the whole movie, kept only like half half an hour of all the footage the old guy shot and just changed what the original vision of it was and the story so in the new version it's he because all the fans kind of pleaded for it he was basically allowed to take all of his footage kind of fix the cg do a few reshoots etc etc and take everything and put it into one movie so he has a four hour cut of the movie up now on hbo max originally he was going to do a part one and a part two and they were both going to be about three hours each but he never got to film part two so he basically put everything he had in this four hour cut and um it's it's way better it is for me it's a lot better like i can never even finish the original justice league that was uh directed by the other guy i never could finish it i've tried three times i can't finish it really bad yeah this one while the while a lot of the uh, story beats are the same there's a lot more character development a lot of stuff that was cut out is put back in there's a lot of really bad jokes in the original and here everything has the same tone um there's just a lot of things like that and it's it's just if you've watched man of steel batman vs superman and and yeah, just those two movies, then you see the the kind of trajectory that Zack Snyder, the director, was going through. Um, so this kind of completes that in a way. It's it's very long, but it didn't feel long. And I'm not like a huge fan of the current DC movies, but I actually really enjoyed it. So if you watch the other ones and you kind of want to check it out, then if you got some four hours, I watched it in a few parts, but it's I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was Superman. a blast. I didn't watch uh, Batman versus Superman. I don't know. So I would, I've never been a fan of DC. So if you've never been a fan, you might not care about it. Um, but basically, in this movie, they tried to be. It's almost like it tried to be all three Avengers movies all at once. Like there's there's getting the team together. There's like that mi- middle movie where they're a team, but they're kind of button heads. And then there's their they're basically end of the world scenario where they have no choice. That like the world was seconds away from getting wiped off. So, I'll probably watch it, but yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, but if you're going to watch it, I would watch Batman versus Superman first. And unfortunately, 
for you, he also, he released it in theaters and it was like two to two and a half hours for that movie. But then he got to release an ultimate cut that was three hours that makes the movie actually better because again, there's more uh, background and all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. All right, so any thoughts on Brick Wall? Anything else you wanted to add? Um, yeah, so, I mean... I think we got to say that like this 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 song is probably one of the most complex songs on the album if mm-hmm. you like really look at it in a way yeah maybe like it's like you said before it's all kind of puzzle piece together you find it mm-hmm. but i still think it's probably the more complex songs on the album the ones i that... will agree with that when you say complex because yeah. it, in if when we listen to the rest of the album the rest of the album is very much predictable and so this yeah. is definitely the least predictable one so i will agree with you on that totally I, it almost has like a ED, you know what it also almost has like an edm <laughs> kind of structure to it you know what okay. i'm saying like with the okay. drop and stuff like that and i think maybe that comes from because they experimented releasing that song rescue me with marshmallow mm-hmm. which i love like i love mm-hmm. listening to that in the background like it's it's day to remember but it's not you know what i mean but All like right. i listen i like everything so i mean it's I it's know. hard to really disappoint but yeah anyway. all right let's jump into track number two mind reader and I, my initial notes are on this one is this is more of what we've expected from them. This is more of in the past when we've heard their more radio songs, this is what kind of comes to mind. So, uh, yeah, yeah, let's I flow agree. through it. And again, if you feel like you've kind of heard enough, just tell me and we'll just we'll just stop it. Yeah, like this was one of the singles, right? So for sure. All right, here we go. stop it there because i'm it's pretty much the same song uh yeah after after that i just kind of wanted to see if anything happened after that breakdown or what if the pop breakdown it the the pop breakdown was yeah the bridge was very um fallout boy i felt very new fallout boy yeah so there's so much on this album that reminds me of like fallout boy when they first came back Mm -hmm. like with the like aos and like the weird like sounding vocal like background like high pitched vocal chant kind of thing like they did mm-hmm. there with the mind mind reader thing that there's parts of this song so what you said before we listened to the song this this was probably like going to be their you know radio hit radio friendly mm-hmm. but when you say radio friendly like even this whole album you can't really say that it's radio friendly <gasps> no, 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 no. you hear this stuff on the radio anyway if anything that's true 
this stuff will like end up on like Octane or whatever, right? Yeah. And it well, doesn't when I say matter. radio in the states, I feel like in the states their radio stations are more friendlier to play these kind of songs. Not in Canada, yeah. but in the states, I feel like they'll, they'll be playing that more. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but anyway, to like go to the song, like I, I still think it's a well. This is a well structured song. It's a typical a day to remember song until maybe the bridge, like you said. Mm-hmm. But like that pre-chorus, that pre-chorus before it goes into you know the chorus there, like yeah. that. That slaps. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love that, too. Uh, but And I really like just the main lick. I really like yeah, that because it's, it's a little, it's trickier than what they usually do. But it's just, it's just got a nice vibe to it. Overall, this is, um, I would call it, an, I, I, I kind of see what you're saying now with Brickwall. Is that Brickwall was so saucy and so all over the place where this is paint by numbers. A day to remember it's very yeah. you know like like look i i could pa- i could have paused the song 30 seconds ago and we still would have had heard the same amount so you know what you're getting um overall good song i i got no peace with it it's it's a simple song so yeah in, in comparison to brick wall i i'm starting to come around and see what you're talking about and um and i think another thing to like mm-hmm. you know again going back to like lyrics and stuff you know they're all getting older we grew up with the day to remember and this song is of course. Kind of, i think this song is about i read like um track by track from jeremy okay. like a while ago like when the album first came out and i think this song he was trying to like aim it towards like you know him and his significant other like arguing over something but he doesn't ha- he has no idea why his wife is mad at her you know we all get in that situation oh now God, we're we older, all have that. you know so it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of cool like getting older with the band and like kind of you know, having the same kind of being able to, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of coincide. Just grow with them. Yeah, grow with them. Exactly. So, yeah. But yeah, overall, good day to remember song. Nothing crazy. And there's one, like if there's someone that understands growing with a band, it's definitely me because Linkin Park from Hybrid Theory all the way to the last album, One More oh, yeah, Light. Oh, same, bro. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like I've, I found something to like in every record and grew with that too. So like, bands evolve like it's not like we're not okay with evolving it's just there's always different kind of evolving right totally and you can say that about a lot of our favorite bands like bring me the horizon for example that's a band that did it right one of my favorite bands yeah but Mm -hmm. then a lot of people hate ammo right they hate it yeah and it's ammo is like a day to remembers you're welcome in my opinion and fair enough bring me the horizon came out with a heavier ep and i wouldn't be surprised if they remember does the same but anyway next song track three bloodsucker i actually really like this one. Oh, i um, like it too i think this is in my notes at least i think this out of all the the quote-unquote rock songs i think this is kind of the most poppiest one not including the other more ballady songs i, I feel like this is it just feels like it's, it's more different than the other pop songs um and i use the term loosely of course i really like the uh the how how they kind of do the stuff with the acoustic um guitar and the little chord progression that they have in it that's just my kind of overall thoughts but we'll we'll pop it on and uh we'll talk about this one so here we go bloodsucker oh before you go on yeah just this part this is so fallout boy just this oh my god yeah it's what i was talking about yeah (laughs) yeah this is definitely this is definitely fallout boy i hear it but like but then right after this, you know, just to 
talk about it without interrupting it would be like they do this little acoustic thing and it's kind of like it reminds me of that uh that song smooth by sam roberts i think it is oh my god dude you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah so here let's let's go into it when i wake up the cross above my bedding's like a question mark above my head my good intentions led me to dead ends yet again yet again i try to help you see what you can't see but your reflection i love that chord progression it's so nice they're like the kings of pre-choruses though every pre-chorus mm -hmm. is amazing yeah this this pattern right here i love this pattern again almost like an edm structure mm -hmm. Trying to get that arena rock chant type thing. like how they kind of slow down and put a delay on the chant in the background here. I thought that was kind of cool. I like this little lick at the end too. I thought yeah. Was... To be nice honest, thing. I wrote that it was too abrupt. I wanted more. <laughs> no, I, I like it. It's just a little like fondle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I see what they were going for. So um, I kind of gave my impressions off the bat. So where's where your impressions on the song overall? It's a, it's a good song. This was one of the weaker songs for me. Like when I first oh, okay. listened to the album. Mm -hmm. But like I have, like I have two different viewpoints on this whole album. It was like mm -hmm. my first and then the growth because there's a lot of albums out there that you listen to the first time and you probably don't like it hasn't really grown on you yet mm -hmm. um and this one has grown on me and i don't think it's from the point of 
forcing myself to like it because it's a day to remember. I just mm-hmm. think it naturally grew on me. And this is one of those songs like I wouldn't like like think of it like to put it on when I'm trying to get hyped or whatever. But if I'm going through like the album and listening to the album, like it's a good song to have on, on the background. It's catchy and I'll sing along to it for sure. For sure. Um, speaking of getting hyped, track number four, Last Chance to Dance. Uh, so this is going to be Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the heaviest song on the album, I believe, right? This is the heaviest song on yeah. the album. And what's funny, I don't know if you knew, but Data Remembers on Field by Ramen now. So this album mm-hmm. was released on Field by Ramen. This mm-hmm. might be the heaviest song ever released on the label. <laughs> and and to me, it's not like when people think heavy, they might think it's this is not what defines heavy, but this is their definition of heavy. Like this is this is their usual, you know um second sucks type song you know this is like the one that hits hard and this is typical day to remember for the the metal side of it where it's the heavy as shit intro verse melodic chorus breakdown 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 melodic chorus but after they did try they did pace this perfectly because after those three songs coming into this one i was i was ready for this and even though a lot of the the, the guitar patterns and the breakdowns aren't anything new. They've never really been known for kind of doing anything tricky with with breakdowns, but it's still after hearing those three songs, this one being the next one really kicks you right in the balls. This song also, I feel like has a similar thing to Mind Reader where they had that kind of fallouty fallout. I'm going to, we're going to keep referencing fallout boy here, but <laughs> well, like they're, they're going to have here. that like chanting thing mm-hmm. during the bridge. I feel like this song kind of has something similar as well. And like the post chorus near the end, mm-hmm. you know, when it goes bad friend, bad friend, you'll hear it. But um, yeah, I, I feel like that's kind of a, a theme they got going on in some of the songs in the album. But like this one part really reminded me of Bon Jovi for some reason. Oh, wow. You know, the, okay. Well, not really like, you know, that song, um, you give love a bad name. Of course. You know how near the end he sings bad name. Oh yeah, thing. okay. It's right, it's we'll, so similar to me. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see if we can hear that. My one note here is the ending breakdown slaps hard. So let's it's make it song. to there. It's not All my right. favorite like heavy song, and it's definitely not my favorite song on the album either. So yeah, but I I, I think you can agree with me that like this came at the perfect time because after having three songs that were kind of predictable yeah, no, and not I predictable, totally it's like it came at the right spot. So here we go. Last chance Great. to dance. Do it. I love the intro, by the way. You love that, like, kind of, like, bees buzzing. When he yells this part. The drums just hit so hard. Yeah, this song is mixed very well. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that transition. I, I, I thought you would. And this <laughs> reminds me of uh, Brick Wall a bit. Like that yeah. kind of psychedelic-y vibe. But here's the funny thing is that 
that pre-chorus, it's just the, it's just the verse into the pre-chorus. The pre-chorus into the chorus is great, the chorus into the verse is great. It's just that initial one that throws me off. Like this right here. Yes. Yeah, that breakdown at the end is like beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he's um he's very angry in that one. And I think we can all relate to that song. A lot of I, I love that drop the dead weight right before the last breakdown. I really like that lyric. Oh yeah, overall that is is your typical day to remember. Chugs, cleans, chugs, cleans, chug, chug, cleans. So yep, it's like you said, it's not favorite it's not my least favorite but i wouldn't even say typical though like i feel like usually there's way more catchy cleans to a heavy heavy catchy heavy catchy song you know what but I mean? you, like if you remember one of the albums i think it was the one that had second sucks on it that one or one of those songs at the beginning it was mo it was kind of like this where it did that at the beginning it yeah. was kind of short to the point so i, I feel like I'm, I'm referring to that one um all right so we're gonna we're gonna streamline this one a little bit quicker so the next one's called fym stands for fuck you money um i really love the lyrical content here this one is great in that sense i love how transparent it is and you don't hear this kind of context all the time um that's just my top level thoughts what about yours before we kick into it yeah when i first listened to this song i wasn't really a fan of it at all mm -hmm. um because it just it just seems so like basic or whatever but mm -hmm. then like you know we all have these dreams of like you know winning the lottery or like mm -hmm. waiting for that promotion or whatever's happening in your life that you're like striving towards success at i feel like this is a good song to just like you're having a bad day or like you want to like you know shove it to someone's face you, mm -hmm. you put the song on and you're like yeah just wait just wait till i uh you know start bringing in the dough or something like that. I yeah. don't know. I, really, I like it. It's a good song. Yeah. We're not going to ride this one to the end, so let's let's give it just a little bit. Here we go. Fuck you, money. like synth voicey thing in the background that's like another like this that fall up chorus part reminds me of like a pink song i can't think which one but it reminds me of a pink song
When I win the lottery, this is going to be my song, dude. <laughs> so this is, I've, I've turned it down a bit here, but this is basically the song. We've we got the, we got our verse, we got our chorus, and they just kind of, kind of go back and forth with them to the end. Um, so yeah, what's anything you want to add to this one? I mean, it doesn't like really like hit home for me, like mm -hmm. as a song that I like listen to all the time, but it's like one of those like vibe songs, you know what I'm saying? You'll wake up yeah. in the morning, throw the song on. If you don't want something too heavy, like I feel like this is a good song for that. And I don't think it's bad at all. I think it's a good song. For sure. I think it's a great little um, little clean ballad. I don't, I don't know if I'll call it ballad, but it's a nice clean song to, to really accommodate uh, Last Chance to Dance right after that. So that song is a song that they're going to be playing at shows when they're like shooting t-shirts into the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can see that happening. All right. Let's move on to High Diving, track number six. Um, this one I did not like. Let's see if this playthrough changes anything. But this one was, out of all the, the poppiest songs, this felt the most generic and the most just, hey, let's, let's get a filler track. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me like of a filler. Um, how about you? Uh, this is definitely my second least favorite song on the album, I think. <laughs> right behind Degenerates? Yes, like Degenerates. Right. Is, I just can't even listen to that song. <laughs> okay, let's quickly run through High Diving. Just this intro triggers me a little bit of this song. Oh my god, I know. We're not going to make it, are we? <laughs> what? No, the pre-chorus again. The pre-chorus to this okay. song is amazing. I need to know what your silence says. It's like I'm trapped on an island in my head. I kinda wish they just started this song right away with the lyrics instead of that yeah, like I agree. I really don't like this little riff. Now listen to this pre-chorus, it's so strong. This is so day yep. to remember. Yep, this is good. This is actually a lot of bands I hear. It's like it's oh, just I such a it's down, yeah. Okay, okay. I like the end of this course. Like it's catchy again. Like if I have this on in the background, I'm singing mm -hmm. the last two lines. Like okay. I'm let's let's get to the last two lines and then we'll stop. And I'm done, Meg. Yeah, life is a beach. I'm high diving. Yeah, that's a that's a good. That's a good line, like line and delivery. I, I, I agree think, with that. I don't think it's good lyrically, but it's just catchy. No, <laughs> it's 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 not that it's good lyrically. It's the it's the combination of the the words with the delivery. I feel it's a little bit like it's not that the lyrics are strong. It's not that the pattern's strong. It's that they're both together. They're fun. So like it's not a good lyric, but life is a beach. It's silly yeah, for sure. <laughs> And uh, there's going to be people that like it and chill out to the song, which is cool. But yeah, like, that's cool. The bridge of this song, though, like, I don't know if you want to skip to the bridge or here, but yeah. it's pretty, this song, the bridge here really kind of makes even the song weaker, in my opinion. I don't know. It's just let's, my opinion. Let's skip ahead. Yeah, this. It's, it's like lazy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like usually in a song, like, what are you telling me here? What 
And what do we have here? You just went right back into the to the chorus. I feel like it's just kind of to time fill the time, so it's not too short of a song. All right, let's just wrap that up real quick. <laughs> uh, that's definitely like I don't need that song in my life. You know, no. I wouldn't be mad if like I didn't listen to it again. All right, the next one resentment this was the first single that i think we both heard that we were like please be more like this song i think um, this song is very strong i think it's strong as well i don't i think musically i don't think there's anything from a guitar guitarist perspective i don't think there's anything new or unique here but they did something with their patterns and with the added synth that make it stand out because by itself the song it's it's no it's your typical for you know for people like me and you that know how a lot of these songs are written where it's like it's like eight five three zero if you're looking at just like the frets on a guitar right it's that those typical frets that everybody hits uh but they take a lot of elements to make it stand out i love the synth i love the the verse everything about this one uh just hits good so yeah let's let's jump into the resentment and when i first heard this song i was like oh they're building off of uh yeah. the song they did with marshmallow yeah it's got those EDM elements. <laughs> exactly. Like this has a great progression because it's this heavy part and then the verse still has the same chord, but it's like this electronic thing. But it's not electronic at the same time because it's like a guitar, it's either the bass or the guitar that's just quick, lightly strumming. I dig it. Mm -hmm. But it has the worst pre-breakdown lyric ever. I feel like we um, have, we're gonna expect a lot of the same things from coming up. So I'm gonna go ahead and fast forward to the breakdown. Um, my, my thing with the breakdowns, like I said, I think the breakdown hits so hard, but I don't know what it's called the metal chord, but there's that pre, pre, there's always those, that line right before a breakdown hits. Yeah. And it's usually always powerful, you know, disrespect your surroundings, things like that. Like this does not hit like that. So let's- You like let's, it? Welcome to the Eye of the Tiger Go. No, I don't like that. <laughs> here we go. Okay, here we go. Here's the breakdown. It's such a good breakdown, though, so I'm not even mad. The breakdown is good, but like every lyric building up to it was so strong. Why did you have to end it off with Welcome to the Eye of the Tiger? <laughs> Fucking Rocky Balboa over here. Yeah, but um, I still love the song. Still a great song. I just wish he didn't use... He's always been so good at doing great lyrics right before it hits. 
I just felt like he'd let it let himself down on that one so bad. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on this? Yeah, no, this was like one of those songs when it first came out, I had on repeat constantly because this yeah, I mean, came out like a year before the album came out. So it was like mm-hmm. one of those songs, you know, you're waiting for your favorite one of your favorite bands to release new material. You're going to bop it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and after hearing um, Degenerates, I was really happy to hear that. <laughs> but uh, no, it's I like I if I have to rate this song, like I'd give it like a, you know, eight out of ten. Yeah, Maybe solid like seven and a half, you know, something like that. Um, next one, track eight, looks like hell. Um, I gave this a thumbs up. I don't know why I put thumbs up. I think I just liked it, and I I wrote that I get a vibe of a rock band, and I couldn't put my finger on it, but I f- feel like it's a th- like three doors down is kind of where I'm coming from, and some people may not agree with me because they only hear three doors down from their singles, but I actually was heavy into that band for a long time. Like I had a few of their albums. So if you've listened to most of their songs, you might be able to get where I'm coming from. But I mean in a compliment, not in a negative way, in a good way. Um, and a lot they play with a lot of sounds in the song that makes it a good part of their evolution. That's my pre-song thoughts. What about you? Uh, I got to listen to this, go through the All song. Because right. this is one of those songs I think that doesn't really grasp my attention completely. But I really mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. Like it's not like a, a hated song of mine. I think that's why I put thumbs up because I'm like, I don't know what to put. So just thumbs up. <laughs> Here you go. Looks like hell track eight. You got a lot of similar intros on this mm-hmm. album. I like similar, yeah, sure. like note sounding wise, but just like kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Was it me? Was it you? So like pop. It is. Well, we know that's where they're going here. You're mad about it. I like pop music, so. Yeah, I got no beef with it. It's def- it definitely has a darker vibe to it. And again, beginning. a strong pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. Like this whole part reminds me of Three Doors Down, this whole chorus here. I don't see that at all, but okay. I'll, I'll send you a song after this and you'll hear it. Like that, this part of the chorus. Yeah. Like I vibe to it. I think this is a really good song lyrically too. And again, I think this goes comes with growing up. Like have friends that you grew up with that you're like super strong with, you know, growing up with. And out of out of nowhere, like, you know, lives change or whatever and like they kind of like fade away weirdly you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i feel like we've all kind of everyone's kind of dealt with that in one way or another oh, for sure i mean i'm grateful that we've been able to stay connected for as long as we have yeah. it's probably like my only friendship aside from the other guys that we've kept going no matter what so it's good that we've yeah. been able to keep that sure. going oh oh what that all <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this song kind of goes up the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
bridge. You could probably skip to the bridge. You want to skip to the bridge? All right, let's get to the bridge. You went far. Did I? Looks like hell. No, it's the bridge. It's just the same thing. They're no. just writing it. No. You went. This is the chorus after the bridge. This is the last chorus. Yeah, you. It. You just. Fin it just ended. This is the bridge. Right. And it's almost like the pre-chorus. Anyway, yeah, it's one of those songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's still the same idea that just rides to the end. I think the song is called something Landing in London. If you hear the chorus Landing in London by Three Doors Down, you'll feel the same vibe as the chorus here. Not in the sense of the music sounding the same, but the key word is vibe. You'll hear the same vibe. Right. Um, all right. Next up, Viva La Mexico. Um, what are my initial notes here? I said I, I like the good vibe. I said it's a very simple song, but it's fun. Um, I said the pre-chorus break. The the pre-chorus is kind of like a breakdown buildup, but it's not. It's kind of like a a fun breakup down it, it buildup. You know, we'll go into it. Let's see what I mean. The song, by the way, it's um about the guitarist bachelor party like oh really all right when they went to mexico and it's kind of like a combination of all of their like experiences together as saying as one person mm -hmm. kind of thing. so it's one of those right. fun songs yeah it's definitely got a fun vibe to it <laughs> they nailed it Like this part right here. This is kind of like homesick. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Downfall, yeah. Just not as heavy hitting. Like yeah. the mixing. It's a fun one. as we get through towards the end we're gonna do this for a lot of songs where we just need to hear the kind of verse in the chorus and then i'm gonna turn it down a bit um yeah th that's pretty much it this is a fun song this is a very summer fun song totally this makes me want tequila with my friends <laughs> yeah oh, let's have some drinks um all right so any other thing anything else you want to add to that that's a great song and a lot mm -hmm. of Gator member fans will probably trash it and be like what the fuck is this kind of thing but yeah uh, like i don't know they're singing about a real experience i got respect for that you know so well and like and a, a, like we we grew up from uh i'm already talking shit because i can't remember the name of the album before homesick help me out here for those who have heart Oh, or sorry, yeah, fair for those that have heard. So we've been there since there that one, and it's been a wild ride. People that have come later, maybe it doesn't merge with them, but I, you can only do that kind of music for so long. Um, so yeah, feel of Mexico, love it. And I don't want to feel like, by the way, like I'm trying to rush through these. I just feel like we've kind of gotten a flow since we started this, and I feel like we kind of understand how we're doing no, this. No, and, and at the same time, I feel like a lot of the songs in the middle of the album, like where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Are mm -hmm. those kind of songs that are very like 
structured, easy to break down. There's nothing, you know. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, Brick Wall was probably the most complicated song to kind of mm-hmm. pick apart. So the next one, track 10, Only Money. I want to throw this off to you because you were able to give me some background on this, which kind of made it mean more to me. So go ahead and tell me again what the lyrical context of this one is. I love this is probably like my favorite song on the album, and it's definitely like the slowest song. It's one of mm-hmm. those um, if you've ever had like a family member kind of pass away who were you were close with or whatever, like this song was about, um, you know, Jeremy's grandmother who uh, grandmother. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but grandma who passed away. And uh, I think the guitarist's grandmother passed away too. So they both like kind of wrote this song together. And um, yeah, it's kind of like that. And then uh, I think it also like reflects on, you know, the things that like really matter in life are, you know, your family, friends and stuff. And like, you don't have to worry so much about money in the end Mm -hmm. thing. You know, but it's the way he structures it, and you could tell it's coming like right from the heart. Like, and Jeremy's always been like that. He's able to like write songs that you could really connect with, and I feel like he does this one like perfectly. Like, if if anyone was to trash this song, I'd be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, exactly. But this this is one of those songs where the lyrics are definitely what carries us. Yeah, but it's also um, catchy. Like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Pat, pattern, vocally, everything. Yeah. Um. So let's let's just run again to the verse and chorus of this one. Here we go. Only money. A well-written song that captures the emotion mm-hmm. portray for sure. My mama called me, it sits on its naughty. I'm sorry to tell you, your grandmama passed. Took me back to the moment, watching the sound of music in your living room before you read me to bed. Who I know now, but it did it then. These were moments building up me. But yeah, I mean that's the song basically. Yeah. Right? But it's it's great. It's a great near the end of the album song. It's got we talked about it. It's catchy. It's got a, it's a great ballad. It's got great lyrical content. It's it's definitely a great song all all around. Anything else you want to add? No, like I think it's just a well written song all around lyrically, musically. Mm-hmm. Just he's doing the job an artist does. He's conve- mm-hmm. conveying his emotions right on in a well-written manner. All right, so here we go. The song we've been waiting for. Best song on the album. Best song they've ever released, really. It's a song uh, called Degenerates. <laughs> the funny thing about this, when I was reading Jeremy's like track-by-track track guide mm-hmm. uh, to this song, he, he kind of said something like um, he was trying to be sarcastic with like the lyrics, and he thinks that most people didn't catch it. Or something like that but i don't even think that's the case of why most people don't like this song it was just so like it just like this song to me like it just feels forced in a way mm-hmm. and like i don't want to talk shit because it's like 
you know they could do it or hard is to write music yeah it's hard and like it's hard to like branch out and do something new but i just feel like if like rewrote this song personally like this Mm -hmm. would be one of those songs that we wrote and we'd be like you know what i don't think we should show this one to the world this is something that goes on the side because we have like songs like that that yeah and we're just like nah you know To, to me um i actually have come around on the verse but everything else is just rubs me wrong um just because the verse is just kind of plays like a normal pop punk song so i'm okay i've tolerated it and the breakdown feels like a slow four year strong like it sounds like they were kind of imitating them but in a slower way and not that's not a compliment to them that's like an insult <laughs> But again, like you said, we're not trying to destroy people either because we know how hard it is to write music. So let's not dive into this one for too long. But here's Degenerate. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's heard this song. Yeah. Like this part drives me mm-hmm. nuts. Like I, yeah. I do not like. Like what is that? That's that little sound in the background. Yeah, it's weird. It's goofy sounding. Like I'm okay with this. Like it's it's kind of like a the chord progression reminds me of like a Blink 182. It's yeah, very simple. I don't nothing. mind the pre-chorus and then yeah. like the pop-up. that's the only part of the song that I like. <laughs> the pre-chorus. Yeah, I hate the main part of this. Like, now when it picks up, it's like sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, complicated it's like fucking it's like blink you're right <laughs> yeah they tap the blink and then what they're doing here I, I don't even know let me try to find the breakdown real quick one second here we go now for anyone that's listened to four years strong earlier stuff this is them trying to tap into that Yeah, exactly. Right. It's a good breakdown. Like it it's is a hardcore breakdown. Yeah, but it sounds like Four Year Strong when they did their early breakdowns, how they they were not so distorted, right? They were clean breakdowns, which is what this sounds like. But I th- I think the chorus, which is always their strongest thing, is what ruins this. So anyways. to me, it's a stupid sound in the background, really. Yeah. Yeah. that out maybe i'll like the song better it might get an extra point all right we don't need to talk anymore about that we've been talking about it bad all day <laughs> um all right track number 12 permanent um these next three songs i don't have any early notes on so we're just gonna go ahead and listen to them here's track 14 permanent uh track 12 permanent one of my favorite songs on the album i like this intro Whenever I hear him say the future freaks me out, I think of Motion City soundtrack. Oh, okay.
Yeah, how do you ever think so about this? Solid chorus. What's that? I, such a solid chorus. Mm hmm. Is there any um, special breakdown or bridge in this one? Yeah, the breakdown here. All right, let's. One of those songs that I feel like you listen to because they they switch up the verse here. Here the drum the drum beats like mm -hmm. way here. Yeah. I would like wait till the breakdown. Honestly, just let it uh, play. Let's go for it. I really like the bass line too. Mm -hmm. And the drums are some of the most creative for sure. It's like a perfect like transition too. Mm -hmm. I've been talking about their pre-choruses all night, but like <laughs> so good with the pre-chorus. A pre-chorus to remember. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this breakdown. I'd say this is probably one of the more technical breakdowns they've ever put in a song. That was, yeah, their breakdowns are usually simple chug patterns. That one was wacky. Um, I love it. I don't remember that song as much, but I love that breakdown. That was fantastic. Um, great, great song. Yeah, great song. One of that's that's gonna be like top five, top three for me on this album. Totally. 100%. All right. Lucky number 13, re-entry. Uh, you got anything on this one? Uh, this is a good one. Another good mm -hmm. one, I'd say. Um, I, I think we should just dive into it. Let's do it. It's one of those, like, you know, the album's coming to an end kind yeah. of song. It's summer. <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't remember the last song, but I feel like... 11 to 12 songs is enough, so I feel like these next two songs kind of really have to do something. Like a typical day to remember song. And I think this this song is kind of like about him or Jeremy or whoever else in the band um, just being so used to that touring lifestyle, right? Of yeah. like, you, you're on the road and you miss home, but when you get home, you also don't know what the hell to do with yourself. So you miss touring. It's like a never ending cycle. And I think yeah. that, I, I think he called it like re-entry anxiety or something like that. Is that a lyric? Uh, there you go, right there. He said there it. There it is. Yeah. I like this little bridgey part. And I don't know when I'll be back. 
again, it's very repetitive, and I feel like they've done a, that a lot on the mm -hmm. sum with their bridges. But still catchy, still solid, and I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, and, and I think they nailed it on this one for sure. This, this is a, yeah, you know what, this is a perfect last to second to last song, like it kind of has that final act vibe to it. Totally. Alright, so um, yeah, I definitely like that song, I like the meaning behind it, you've helped me understand a lot of these meanings, so I really like that. Um, Alright, well, let's wrap this up with track 14, Everything We Need. I'm going to assume this is an acoustic song. This is totally, if it means a lot to you, kind of. Yeah and uh, right. it's also probably like top three top five of my favorite it's funny how like the slowest songs on the album are like my mm -hmm. favorite <laughs> oh this was the one that was a single i remember yeah, you know the song it's got that kind of country ish vibe to it and i remember the one thing i didn't like about this not that i didn't like but they tease that they're going to get heavy or just louder near the end and like I got blue ears instead of blue balls from it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Here, let's, let's listen through. There's that one part though, like vocally, that he goes from the verse to the pre-chorus. Like the way he sings it is just awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a great, a great end to an album. They wrote this in mind for the encore. For sure. How he like his voice now? Well, I guess he doesn't really do it there as much as he does in the first verse to pre-chorus. But the way when he says "I'm" kind of thing, I don't yeah. know the way he says it. Like it's it's really really powerful. Listen to this part. It sounds like they're going to come in with every single instrument. Yeah. Like they did on if sure. it means. It means a lot to for sure. Yeah. Totally. I can see that now. I never caught that before. I'm like, nope, we're going to be quiet. He even screams right here. So we're gonna let that song ride us off into the sunset um yeah this this song kind of lines up with all their other end of al album ballads um yeah it's a great end to ultimately um i don't know the word i want to use but it's uh, not like iffy album but it's like hard to vibe with like it's not your most favorite I don't want to say it's not my least favorite. It probably is my least favorite because I've loved the other ones so much more. 
So it's definitely hard to say where it ranks, but without kind of worrying about it too much, where would you rank this out of all their albums? Um, it doesn't have to be an exact spot either. You can kind of say in the middle or... Probably at the, I mean, probably at the end. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like so many of the albums are so, we've always enjoyed them as they come out. This has been the only questionable one that while I'm not saying it's their worst work, it still is at the bottom of top albums for me. I think, honestly, so their last album was Bad Vibrations. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like this album has more catchier songs to me as a whole mm -hmm. than Bad Vibrations. Like, there's more songs, like maybe because I've just been listening to this album so much lately, but there's more songs off this album. I could tell you that in a few years, I could pick them apart, like pick songs from there and like want to listen to because they're catchy than bad mm -hmm. vibrations but i also feel that bad vibrations has a like a ton of solid solid songs on there that like i always want to listen to yeah. um but it's nowhere nowhere near common courtesy or uh what separates me from you or homesick exactly obviously or for those who have heart but those are like all different again different albums that for different times i'd say mm -hmm. for so, sure and I don't even know if it's like a growing thing or what, because I mean, you're a band. You don't want to put the same shit out over and over again. Like we're not going to like, I'm sorry if you're like some kid out there with your day to remember song, you want to hear the same goddamn pop. Like I'm made of wax. What are you made mm -hmm. of? Freaking thing. Yeah, exactly. So get over it. Yeah. I agree with you. Like we, me lately, I've been growing out of metal and all this kind of stuff just because like, when I got into metal, it's all I listened to. I, I didn't even open myself to anything else. And it's just gotten to the point where it's just become bland. And for me to like a new metal album, you need to do be, not you have to be different, but you just need to sound like not the same as everybody else. And that's why I've kind of opened myself up to more pop stuff, more jazz. I've started listening to soul music. I'm all over the place now, right? So you definitely grow up with it and this is definitely a grow up album um, or grown up, if you want to say it that way. But I think if they follow this path, I think their next album will be better. I think they're really, this is them trying to find their strive. And I think the next one will be more in line with something of what, not what we're expecting, but in a good way, it'll be a stronger evolution. Whereas this kind of seemed like they didn't know which direction they wanted to evolve in the issue with this album too like their last album came out in 2016 mm -hmm. so that's like five years and this they were dealing with a shit ton of label problems but they were dealing with label problems with common courtesy in 2013 yeah and um so i don't i don't know i just feel like they went they probably had like identity crisis problems with this album too but yeah i mean i haven't heard it anywhere but they probably won't say that um but I also heard they wrote like a ton of songs before they chose the ones that were uh, to go on the album. And I, th I think one of the songs that we really disliked, um, um, which one was it? I think it was uh, uh, like high diving or something that mm -hmm. I think that we really disliked. Uh, I don't think that was going to even be on the album, but they put it on anyway. And it's... All right. Well, um, yeah, that was fun to do. As all, thanks for thanks for joining me. That was the first time we were doing something like this, so um, it was a lot of fun. I want to do it again, 
and I uh, hope you want to do it again and maybe we'll, we'll try to do some different albums maybe we'll even do like first listen kind of hear it for the first time yeah, too who knows listen yeah honestly thanks a lot for coming on man I really appreciate it and uh, we'll do it again soon good buddy alright man take care